for joining us here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani. Joined as always by my esteemed colleague, my partner in crime, really. The best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Delala. Phil, what's going on? What's happening? How was uh, your dark retreat? It was nice. I, uh, I don't know if you saw, there's actually a light switch in there. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's hard to find, right? Yeah, well, you know, Deion Sanders, not hard to find. Not light, hard to find. Light switch, hard, hard to, to find. find. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I did not turn it on. What did you learn while you were in there? Oh, man, so much. I just, uh, I could kind of see the wave, the waves from, like, the audio. Uh-huh. It was like I was just seeing a podcast. Really? Most of the time you listen to a podcast, I was seeing the podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> I think I feel, I feel one with the neutral zone. It was kind of like you were watching on YouTube. You watch the podcast. No, I could you see, could see, the I could podcast. see like, the atoms and, the, you know, like, the Got waves, it. the frequency. Got it. It was kind of like an interstellar situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So you feel rejuvenated. You're ready to. Yeah, it was kind of scary. Uh-huh. I don't of really course. like the dark. Yeah. Who did, was anybody in there with you or no? I invited Ben Swanson. Got he it. declined. So it was he just declined. me. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, we're happy you're back. Thank you. Happy to be back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also joining us here in the studio, once again, the one and only Ben Swanson. Yeah, the crowd goes wild. <sighs> it might be hard to tell uh, because his shirt blends in with the background, but it is, in, in fact. Uh, it blends in? It blends in on the camera, yeah. Oh, okay. It was a, it's, a it's, it's a flannel. It's a flannel. That's my yeah. uniform. I have to wear it. <laughs> you, uh, you probably would have been nice and cozy in like an underground sort of woodland area, you know, with your flannel. You yeah, sure. Yeah, you could have been there with Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you, you go with me? Yeah, you would have been comfortable. I don't know. I just didn't want to. <laughs> you didn't want to see I it. spend enough time around Eric you, here. You yeah. prefer to just hear the podcast. Yeah. You don't want to see it. Yeah, you don't want to see it. The original it. format. <laughs> Audio. Well, we've got a lot to talk about today. Do we? Yeah. What happened? Well. Something happened. Something happened. Reportedly. Reportedly. Uh, I've, it seems like the Broncos might have a new defensive coordinator. Ooh. Yeah. The wait is over. The media has been just... The wait, yeah, the wait was over after 2016, <laughs> right? Wade Phillips? Yeah. Yeah. This is a new guy. The wait. The oh, wait, the wait. I'm sorry. The wait is over. So the wait was over. No. The media, you know, they've been, like, banging on the doors here. Yeah. They're like, what is going on? They're, like, just, they're just guessing how many coaches there are. Of course... We're in the building. We're, we have lunch with all the coaches. The, yeah, you know, we know things. Yeah, we, just, we can't tell you, like, but what's we know going things. on. Yeah. yeah, you would never believe who's on this staff. No, <laughs> oh my crazy. gosh, it's wild. <laughs> I do like that in general, though, Phil. You know, if if uh, quote, I'm going to put this in quotes because I don't think the people that are doing this are are ours like us. Yeah. If you're a quote reporter, you know, and you, <clears throat> yeah. But if you First are a quote you know. reporter uh-huh. and you don't know. Maybe find out instead of just guessing. That could be That's like That's true. Like our friend Mike Kliss, good friend of the show. Sometimes you need to know what you don't know. Yeah, to then know what to you know. know. Yeah, exactly. But like uh, our friend Mike Kliss, he doesn't know something. He goes and finds something out. Yeah, he's an R. Yeah. Some of these yeah. quote reporters, they don't know something. They're like, and then just blast. Just make something up. Yeah. What's going on? It, uh, of course, we're referring to uh, um, Sean Payton. He hopped on the old Twitter machine. Well, Sean Wednesday. Payne's not the quote reporter. He's the, no, 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 no. he's the coach. Well, but we're talking about something happened. Yeah. Something happened. Yeah, something did happen. On Wednesday night, Sean Payton 
in the eve. Logged on. It was the eve. It was yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, Wednesday eve in the darkness. The twilight. Yeah. Mm, it was past twilight. Was dude. it? Yeah. Well, it was dark. Dusk. I, was there a full moon or no? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what the light situation was. Okay. It but it was darkness retreats. You know, uh, the night is darkest before the dawn. That's true. Yeah. This was much earlier. Than much that. earlier. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't that dark. It wasn't that dark. No. But he hopped on, and uh, he did a little blast. That's right. There's a tweet out there. From, uh, we could just say it's yeah, from Eric, Eric Goodman. Eric, Eric Goodman. What, he's on Mile High Sports Radio or something? Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. Um, said uh, only five coaches have been hired. No free pub on this podcast. <laughs> I think it's kind, of, it's okay. kind of like the opposite of pub, right? <laughs> We're blasting. Okay, yeah. yeah. He said there's Here's one less thing. Hired. Yeah. Here's one less thing you have to listen to. Swanson, why don't you yeah. read it? Yeah. Oh, you pull that up? Yeah, I got uh, it. Eric right. Goodman's lawyers, please Accurate. turn your attention to Ben Swanson. <laughs> the story broke about Sean Payton becoming the hashtag Broncos head coach 24 days ago. The hashtag. What's his voice? Yeah, this is my reading. Oh, your reading voice. Got it. Not just, an Eric Goodman well, it's impression. A radio. Just hashtag Broncos or hashtag Broncos head coach? Just hashtag Broncos. Okay. This is not an Eric Goodman impression. No. Okay. You're, I just this feel is like, just reading voice. I just feel like with the radio market in this city, you have to have like a different reading voice. Sean Payne was hired 24 <laughs> days ago. Exactly. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Do, can you right do it like that? Please can do you do it like that? Please do it like that. <laughs> right now, he has six coaches on his staff, including himself. And has 12 more to fill, including everyone on defense. Please don't sell me a pile of garbage. He's taking his time. This is embarrassing. (laughs) Was the hashtag embarrassing or no? No, no. no. Oh, that could have been nice. (laughs) Oh, man. First of all, why would you buy a pile of garbage? (laughs) Don't sell me that. (laughs) Don't sell me a pile of garbage. Like, even if someone tries to sell you that, why would you buy it? I say no. Like if anyway, you, know. you got an empty coffee cup over here. If you're you like, want Eric, you want you want this for ten bucks? I'd just be like, no. What about for free? I could be maybe. I could maybe be interested. But then <laughs> you're not selling it to me. Yeah, you're yeah, giving yeah. it to me. That's true. That's true. So uh, Swanson. Mm-hmm. Then no, what happened? Yeah. Trouble, happened. trouble ensued then for Eric Sean, Goodman. Yeah. Sean logged on. Yeah. At it was Sean Payton. What think, time was it? Has, what time was it? It was nine oh one p.m. Nine oh one. Ooh. You think he has two factor? Are you allowed to have two factor anymore? If you have a blue check, I think. Oh, well, if well, you're Twitter you blue, subscribed, yeah. Oh yeah, you have, yeah. Does you Sean have, to, have Twitter blue. Um, maybe gold. Legacy. It may legacy. not be. Legacy. It may legacy. or may That's not I be am. notable. I don't know. I think, yeah, your legacy. What are you? What are you? You're blue. I'm. Uh, you're gold. You pay the eight. You pay the eight dollars. <laughs> no, I didn't pay. What is the one where you don't pay? Legacy. Yeah, that's what I am. Is it good to be legacy? I'm legacy. I, don't I don't know. Eventually, it might go away. They say you're a legacy because your dad was on Twitter, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> should we should we continue? Yeah, please. All right. Yeah, he replied, "16 with five to go. We'll fill you in when we're ready." Ooh. We'll fill you in when we're ready. Now, boom. We should note that <clears throat> Sean Payton does like to get on Twitter and do some blasting. Yeah. He's very good. He's a good follow. We, uh, of course, Nikki Javala, our good friend. friend of the good show. Friend. She's been on the uh, receiving end of a Sean Payton blast before. Yeah. I believe she posted a photo yeah. of Eric Decker once. You can remove the if. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. She said, uh, he said, this is false. And she said, if my source is wrong, I apologize. And he said, you can remove the if. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty All good. good. That's you another good blast. <laughs> um, I like this. I yeah. like this, Eric. Uh, you know, 
there's no need to announce all these things at the moment. You know, people are starting to panic just because the combine's coming up. They're like, what's going on with the coaching staff? Like, just, I think the one thing about having a coach like Sean Payton here is like, you could just relax. Just have, just have a little bit of confidence that like, look, this guy is in charge here. He, he knows what he's doing. You he's don't a- need to like always be so like holding his feet to the fire. I mean, you know it's I mean? one thing if, like, this was, like, a first-time head coach, but, like, yeah. the guy is, like, one of the winningest coaches in the last couple of decades. Like, he's earned some slack. Yes. Now, I have a little pop quiz for you. Or did uh, you have something to say? I, I just have one more thing to say. I, okay. I think it's good for fans, too, because I think there's yeah. too, too – Well, I think there's too much yeah. in this market of, like, uh, nonsense of just things being presented as fact, being spewed. And yeah. uh, a lot of times that's not corrected just because – a lot of coaches aren't going to get into that. Sean Payne is going to call reporters on stuff. If you say something that's false, yeah, he's going to let them know. He'll hold you to it. And uh, I think that's good for fans because then they get a more honest evaluation. Maybe uh, these quote-unquote reporters are less likely to put stuff out unless it's well-sourced, and I think that ends up being good for the fan base. Yeah, and, and just in general, it's like just relax about it. Not everything is like the biggest deal in the world, and I think that sometimes in this market – Uh, things get blown out of proportion a lot of the time. It's like he's hiring his coaching staff. Just relax. Not everything is like, what's going on there? You know, like just, hey, it's okay. He's working on it, you know. And then, like I said, having a guy like Sean Payton, you know that he's going to get a good coaching staff in here. So just relax. Now, my question for you is, of the 32 head coaches in the NFL, how many do you think have a verified Twitter account? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this, is, this is a good podcast. I don't like yeah, that. Okay. How many do you think? Uh, uh, can I try to go through it, or you want well, me to just guess? I have it? the names all here, but first, like, just guess how many of the thirty-two do you think? Um, eight. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes, that was good. Yeah, eight. Okay. Okay, so Sean Payton obviously Sean Payton. has one. Uh, I think Matt yeah, Lafleur has one. Yep. Um. Uh. Does Sean McVay have one? Sean McVay does not does have not. one. Not okay. You would think though. Yeah. Salah? Robert Salah? Uh, Robert Salah does not have one. Oh, maybe one more strike, and then you just tell me because. Yeah, can't. that's true. That would be, be two strikes. Yeah. Yeah. Who else would have, Fool me who else would have a head? Who else would have a Twitter account? Strike one. Fool me twice, strike two. Um, <laughs> does Mike McCarthy have one? No. Okay. No. That was good. You're Ma- missing. Yeah. Here. Mike McCarthy often gets uh, confused for Mike McCartney. The son of right. CU's But I thought maybe he had one and was like... My, yeah. Okay, Swanson, okay, Swanson you want to guess? I already yeah. saw. You I saw my your paper to fact check you. You looked at my notes? Yeah. What? When? Just a second ago. You were holding it open oh, and to you fact checked it. Yeah. You did it that fast? Yeah. Wow. Okay, Mike Tomlin has one. Okay. Mike Vrabel has one. Oh, I should have known that one. D'Amico Ryan's. You got Malafleur, Kevin O'Connell, Pete Carroll, and a riverboat Ron Rivera. I should have the, Those the, are the eight. Uh, Avatar. The movie? But, the Sean, uh, the uh, Ron Rivera. He's got yeah, like the. Yeah, yeah exactly. Kind of it's a funny little. Yeah. Skull? Like a hat? It's got is. a skull with a little hat on it or no? His handle is Riverboat it's, Ron. It's his face. Huh? Crazy Avatar. It's not a skull. Apologies to Ron. 
Apologies to Ron. It's like a skull. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, those are the eight. But none of the other guys, I don't don't think they uh, go on and blast. So Not yet. Not yet. I feel like Ron's blasted before. Oh, maybe he's done a little bit. But uh, the other cool thing is that it does seem like Sean Payton is running this account. Like yes, this, he's yes, not it like, does seem like that. It's not like he was like, hey, Swanson, blast him. And then right. Swanson logged on and did it. You know, it's, it seems genuine. Well, he replied, I think, when he got hired to Emmanuel Sanders. and was like, you remember this game? And, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, like, it's exactly. got to come from. Exactly. Someone, of course, runs your Twitter account for you. Yeah, I don't have time to do that. No. Yeah, my team does it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. What, what's your brand called? Yeah. <laughs> The logo is crazy. Are they allowed in the facility? Yes. Wow. I got yeah. <laughs> who gets my lunch? Huh? <laughs> Eric, who do you think does that? You think I get my own lunch? Are you crazy? But of course, uh, the wait is over. We can now say that the Broncos have their new defensive coordinator. That's right. That's what we're gonna talk about on this show, Eric. Vance Joseph. He's back. He's coming back to Denver. He's back. Is that Vance? Yeah. Nice. You can do a one, right? No, I can like, I can never do that good of a job. No. I nail it pretty good. Yeah. After a lot of press conferences, I got it. I got That's it. true. A lot of – he uh, presumably will only meet the media once a week. Just the one time now, yeah. But uh, – We used to talk to him like five times a week. Yes. Now just once. It's a change. Yeah. But uh, he's back. Uh, we'll talk about – Okay, what what does this mean for this Broncos defense? Uh, why was he the right choice for this uh, for this defense? And well, how do you think this is going to go over in the locker room, Eric? Because there's only two guys who remain from Vance Joseph's tenure. Two men. He's remain. only been gone for four years. Two remain. That's true. Justin Simmons. Yep. Josie Jewell. Josie Jewell. Yep. The outlaw. The outlaw. Granola. He survived. The outlaw. Survived. Just on defense. On the defensive yeah. side, yeah. yeah. He's coaching That's the, he's, he's coaching the yeah. defense, Swanson. Well, yeah, yeah. but like so. he'll still be around Garrett Bowles sometimes. Why? Because they work together now. They work in the same building. When's the last I time did. you were hanging out with uh, somebody in uh, partnership marketing in the Denver mm. Broncos? When's the last time you just bumped shoulders with them? Yeah, I mean, it's happened. It has happened. We also <laughs> don't work in the true. same building. Perfect. Fact check they're true. In a, Perfect. They're at the... Stadium, we're at the yeah. practice facility. Different buildings. That's a good point from Swanson. I see uh, people from, like, the coaching staff or the video department. Yeah. Yeah. I see Phil sometimes. Community. Community. When's the last time you chatted with someone from finance? Finance. <laughs> yeah, I talk with Mike. Shout out, Mike. Good? Yeah, shout out, Mike. <laughs> What'd you talk about? Huh? <laughs> 401k? Where, where my money at? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like Mr. Swanson. You you your, market your, your, paycheck is, your paycheck is too big. <laughs> yeah, you get it. In, there was in, a clerical error on my on my paycheck. You get your paycheck entirely in Dogecoin. Yeah. Mm, no crypto. I never mm. Swanson big crypto guy. Yeah, big crypto. Never fits the flannel. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about uh, Vance Joseph coming on, and then Brandon uh, McManus was here. That's true. That's true. Kick it through the posts. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about BJ hard, coming it's back. It's gonna be hard to not do that. Actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to stop. I apologize. I'll stop. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what we'll talk about. I think. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So 
Eric, uh, this is an interactive show, so we want to hear from the people. That's right. What do they think about Vance Joseph coming back? Yep. How do they do that? Man, Phil, a lot of ways. You could leave an email at neutralzoneshow at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 707-NEUTRAL. You could tweet at us directly on Twitter, at Eric Delala with an A, at Phil Milani with a P-H, one L in Phil. One L. Non-traditional spellings. Yeah. Um, or, Phil, you could go right on down. Maybe you uh, you pull out of your driveway, you take a left, you head on down to old YouTube Parkway. Uh-huh. What do you do there? You, uh, you get off of subscribe. Su- yep. Station? Well, you don't want to. You don't want to go past subscribe. You might want to stop there. there. Yeah. You get back on the road. You take the exit to Broncos official YouTube page. Then you subscribe. Boom. Neutral zone right there. Yeah. And leave, leave a, a comment. comment. Yeah. Eric, it's interesting you talk about uh, driving. Driving, because last week on the show we were like, okay, you don't drive and watch on YouTube. Unless but I was, <laughs> 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 I was proven wrong. I was proven wrong. Uh, Dominic Cavazos, this comment is while driving. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you very much. Adam Kern says, Phil, if you have YouTube premium, you can just listen on the go. Then you don't have to watch. But then. then it, you're not watching then. Yeah. I don't know why. That has six thumbs up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Our friend Tom Agnetti said, they're so attractive, it's hard not to watch, though, which is very true. Thanks, Tom. A couple of haircuts this week. That's right. Ironically, we bumped into each other there. That's right. We got our haircut at the exact same yeah, time. Ironic. That's kind of crazy. Is that ironic? I, I don't, don't think so. A coincidentally? We sat facing each other. Yeah, yeah. in silence. Uh, I fact-checked your, uh, even just the defensive thing with fans, and it's wrong. Deshaun Williams also here. He's a free Who's agent. Deshaun? Yeah, he's not even on this roster, yeah. Swanson. You don't even know. You go to DenverBroncos.com slash team slash roster. You he go to DenverBroncos.com. Who does that? Wow. It's you the should, people that you, you think you can trust work. the most <laughs> that hurt you the, the most. Michael Peck says, hey, guys, much love to you guys. Thanks, Michael. Uh, I've been with you since uh, you started way back when you used to do shout outs. Well, we still do the shout-outs. Yeah. You guys keep killing it. Thanks for your reporting. Lars, thank you. Thad, been listening for a year now. Great show, guys. Did Ben have to restructure his contract to stay on? No, no comment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can't. We don't team, really. Your team. It's not polite team. to get into that. Yeah, that's that's pretty private stuff there. Nick Bennett. Hey, guys, enjoyed the show. Been listening at work. I'm curious for your opinion. Is there a difference interacting with a coach who has media experience? Does it make it easier or harder to interview them? Because we talked last week, maybe when Rex Ryan was up for the job. Oh, oh hey, Thursdays are going to be fun. Obviously, Sean Payton worked in the media. What, what do you think, Eric? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think that we should get more out of Sean Payton than you would out of a first-time head coach. Uh, for two. I, I think there's two types of first-time head coaches in terms of media. One... Uh, they they try so carefully to be secretive and not say anything that you just you don't get anything and it's it's not helpful for us. I think Nathaniel Hackett maybe fell into that category. He was so careful not to say anything, anything that like gave injury? away. He's like, what injury? What are you talking about? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You're like, oh. Or uh, you can get in the other side where it's like a little rambly and you don't get like a good sound bite. We like a nice oh. short sound bite. That's true. Uh, I think Sean Payton has the training where he uh, he's not going to give too much away, but he's going to give you just enough 
and he's going to give you a nice soundbite. I think we saw that from the press conference. A lot of, you know, good, good, good. Uh, little one-liners there that's yeah. helpful for what we do you learn something tells you a story you know that would, like when Vic Fangio is here that would be my favorite answer that he would give when he'd be like let me tell you about back in 1984 yeah, you, you know and so, funny 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 is good stuff yeah and an occasional blast say, and I think Sean Payton is willing to do a blast yeah you mean not just on Twitter no a real life blast yeah is your water bottle okay Am I okay? Yeah, I don't know. I would say uh, having a guy who's worked in the media is definitely better just because they know what I'm looking for. Yeah, what are you looking for? I ask for? a question, they know what I'm looking for, boom, they deliver that. And they say, you like that, Phil? Yeah, and it's perfect. It's just a nice little, hey, just give it to me, succinct, well, you know, just well thought out, boom. Yep, I agree. And I like that. Yep. So I think that it's, it is much better. Um, let's see. Uh, I had one other one which means there's probably three more. Exactly. Uh, Nick Bennett. So I must have dreamed it, but I saw you guys recently posted like a three-hour podcast. Need to, needless to say, I was disappointed when I went to look for it and I couldn't find it. You guys rock. People are dreaming of the neutral zone. That's amazing. Yeah. That's good, right? We did do like a, almost a two-hour episode a couple of weeks ago. That's right. That must have been when the schedule comes out, boom. <laughs> three hours. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Gonzalez, LMAO, you guys are hella funny. Ike, is that you? <laughs> Ike? No, that's Aaron Gonzalez. Must be listening from Southern California. Uh, Patrick Cuffle, I guess I'm one of the best fans because I listen on YouTube and mostly when I drive. Crying emoji. Jesse Carfell. Carfell, yeah, because he was Car- his Carfell. <laughs> I'm sorry, Caffarel. Was- oh, got it. Sometimes it's hard. Maybe it's Garfield because he was watching while he was <laughs> driving. Yeah. Currently listening on YouTube, did quickly check Ben Swanson's beard. For, for what? Just to see because we talk <laughs> about lice? the beard a little bit too much. You got lice, Swanson? No. You trim that, even start you trim that like, thing up a little trimmed. bit. You use yeah. some nice beard butter. You trim it for today? Not for today. For the start of the week. Oh. oh. My week starts Monday, so. not Thursday. Yeah, I don't think so. I Trimmed it, it at the start look. of the week. Huh. I don't know. Uh, Numwa. Numwa says, great vid, guys. And Jasmine, who is a frequent call, yeah. or a commenter. Uh, can y'all go one podcast without the sarcasm and jokes? No. No, we can't. Jasmine, you silly goose. You go to Silly Goose Academy? <laughs> you graduate with honors, Jasmine? Yeah, first in her class. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for the comments. We appreciate those. Thank you. That was a that was a good uh, a lot of comments. Yeah, that was nice. So we appreciate that. Let's get into our first topic and, and only our, topic and our most important topic. That's right. That is uh, Vance Joseph returning. Spent two years here the as return. the head coach. Spent four years with the Arizona Cardinals, leading their defense. Now he's back. He's back, Phil. And he's going to lead this Broncos defense for the twenty twenty three season. It's kind of interesting that this whole this whole little roller coaster, this ride that's called life, Phil. We thought uh, who would, who maybe would have thought? we thought maybe look at us, <laughs> look at us, not we, me. We, we thought uh, maybe former head coach Vic Fangio was going to come back and be the defensive coordinator, and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, could somebody be the head coach and then come back as the defensive coordinator?" Nobody ever thought about old Vance Joseph. You think the Vic was just a diversion? Huh? Oh yeah, get the people thinking that, and then really you do oh, the Vance. You know, it's like a little pump fake. Yeah. Tend to go one way, boom, you go the other way. Could be nice. Pump fake works. That's what the cats do. (laughs) Yeah. John Fox was in the mix. No, I'm just kidding. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) 
Just kidding. Breaking news. No, just kidding. You know, of course, when I'm on a podcast and I talk about something like that, I I'm don't. Not, I'm not that's reporting. Not reporting. It. That's yeah. not reporting. <laughs> Why would you think that me saying <laughs> something as fact is, is reporting, reporting it? But yeah, Vance is back. Yeah. You pumped up? Yeah. Well, I like Vance personally, you know, as a guy. Uh, I think he's got, he inspires players. Um, I got a new appreciation for Vance. Obviously, you know, you, you see him around the building when he's a head coach here. Um, he was in a tough spot, I think, in terms of the quarterback, you know, being a first-time head coach. Quarterbacks. I mean, if there's one S for every quarterback, we'd be, we'd be, you'd be like a, be like a, a snake. snake. Yeah. Yeah. A Slytherin. You little parcel tug. Yeah. You think it's called Slytherin because, because snakes be snakes be Slytherin? <laughs> yeah. I do think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I got a new appreciation for Vance watching Hard Knocks this year and just Ooh, seeing the yeah. way that he relates to, to guys. J.J. Watt. Hearing him talk to his staff. You know, he had those morning walks into the facility. I'd recommend going back if people haven't watched. Uh, you got a good, some good insight at Vance, his family life, you know, what he took from this Broncos opportunity. He said he never, you know, has no ill will, obviously, toward the Broncos, which is clear from the fact that he's back here. Um, but it does seem like maybe he's progressed a little bit as a coach just in terms of leading. Um, that was obviously the big thing, right, when he got here, leader of men. Um, and they did have some success in Arizona. Obviously, the numbers aren't going to jump out at you the same way that they would from like a Vic Fangio defense, but still had some success at times there in Arizona. I think two years with a, a top 13 scoring defense. Um, for Classic con- top 13. Well, for con- the reason I say top 13 is that last year the Broncos, with this amazing defense that Ajiro Evero led, were 13th in scoring defense. Mm. So I think people out there think the Broncos were first really or second defense, in scoring yeah. defense. They finished 13th. Giving up 50 to the Rams doesn't help, but they, they finished 13th. Uh, Vance accomplished that twice while in Arizona. So between his leadership ability and, uh, you know, the way he connects with players, I do think uh, makes him a good candidate. Yeah, I agree. Look, like when he was a head coach here, one of the things he struggled with was just being pulled in so many different directions. And uh, uh, he only had the two seasons here in Denver and then uh, was let go. But uh, I think that if Vance is able to just focus on one side of the ball, he's going to be in a much better situation to succeed and uh, I do think that he connects with his players by all accounts uh, the players in the Broncos locker room enjoyed playing for him um, it seemed like they they played hard for him I mean I, I think about his second season the Broncos uh, under Case Keenum there that was one of the better seasons in recent memory uh, for this team where what they were heading into San Francisco and they were still in playoff contention there late in the season so yeah, I think Vance's final year, uh, they were six and six. They yeah. started three and six. Um, Emmanuel got hurt, had, right? They, yeah, they had big wins over the Chargers, the Steelers. Went to Cincinnati and took care of business. They were six and six, and had a really favorable final schedule. And then you lose yeah. Chris Harris in that Cincinnati game. You lose Emmanuel in practice leading up to that San Francisco game, and it kind of went off the rails there. Um, yeah. But the, the guys played hard for Vance. Yeah, you know, they they fought for him. Uh, I, I think you're right that maybe being able to focus just on one area will be good. Yeah, uh, because I think that what happens sometimes to these first-time head coaches, they're so used to being in the meeting rooms, actually coaching football and, like, connecting with the guys. And then once they step into that head coaching role, there's just so much on their plate. 
uh, what's the schedule look like? What, how do they want to handle this? How do they want to handle that? Uh, so everything just like comes to your door. And so uh, you don't get to end up being a hands-on coach the way that you were as a coordinator. And sometimes you struggle like that. And I think Vance had only done the one year in Miami, right, as a DC. So it's not like he had been a longtime coordinator who was like then stepping up to the head coaching spot. I mean, he was rapidly ascending here. So yeah, I mean the Broncos, if you remember, tried, they tried to interview. They tried him, to interview him yeah. for defensive coordinator, right, back when he was. Uh, with the Bengals, yep, um, blocked him. Blocked him. Did not have that, you know, uh, did not have the ability to bring him in the way they wanted to. End up getting him as head coach. He did not. For people who forget, he did not call the plays here yep. in Denver. So if you're looking at, you know, how did the Denver defense perform? It, it's not quite a reflection of him. Obviously, he had a big hand in it um, as the head coach. But Joe Woods called the plays those those two years in Denver. Um, so really, I kind of look at the last four seasons in Arizona. He was on the sideline, which is interesting. You know, I think people, at least I, I kind of like the idea of the defensive the, guy up there, the defensive guy being up in the box. But um, he was on the sideline this past year, at least. I'll have to see. Is that something he plans to continue? Does he like being down there with the guys? But listen, this team has talent. He knows how to use Justin Simmons, obviously, because he's worked with Justin Simmons. He's going to find a way to, to get Pat Sertan involved. You're going to have to... Um, you know, get some sort of rush, which is, is difficult, and you know, personnel decisions are going to play a factor here. But I think I like the way that Vance compliments Sean Payton and that I think, you know, Sean kind of has this reputation as, you know, um, disciplinarian, like he's going to hold you accountable, he's going to be tough. He's talked about, um, you know, this transition might not be easy. You're either going to play this way or you, you might not be here. And I view Vance as kind of a, a good compliment to that in terms of, hey, he's going to be there for the guys, um, you know, be be a, a shoulder for, for his defensive players to lean on. And it really we've heard him described as, as a player-type coach. So I, yeah. I, I like the um, – Good cop, bad cop kind of situation, I don't know if I would go that far. Hmm. But I just think that, like, the, you set the tone at the top level with Sean Payton, and then I like, you know, having a guy – because we've heard that Sean Payton's is almost going to treat this like a head coach of the defense. And so having someone with head coaching experience that can connect to the players and kind of deliver, Hey, did somebody get chewed out by Sean? And you got to say, you got to help him figure out how do you move forward from this? Vance has those, I think, interpersonal skills that yeah. will be helpful yeah. in my opinion. Cause you do want to be on the same page as your coach. You, it's not like you want to be like, Oh no, yeah. I, they, you know, no, I don't, but I, I think there's a way to, deliver a top-level message that I yeah. think Sean Payton would be really good at. But then as a defensive coordinator, you've I think you've got to have more one-on-one -on -one conversations. You've got to have, you know, you're, you're as a play caller, you're, you're installing things. Yeah. You're, you're deciding to some degree, you know, who plays in what package. Hey, if this isn't working well, if this guy isn't getting production, you're, he's probably having more one-on-one -on -one conversations with Pat Sertan than, than Sean Payton is. And yeah. so to have somebody with head coaching experience that can translate that message and in your right, be a continuation of Sean Payton is, is good. Yeah. Now uh, you look at his tenure in Arizona. I mean, last year, certainly things did not go well for that Cardinals team. Uh, uh, what do you say to the fans who are a little bit concerned about that? I believe that Arizona was the 31st ranked scoring defense last year. Um, Seemed like more of a an overall team issue down there maybe last year, huh? Yeah, um, 
a team issue, I think. You saw the problems offensively. If you're not able to score, it's hard for any defense to consistently play well. Um, the Broncos are going to need more out of their offense. That's going to help set their defense up to maybe create more turnovers, um, you know, to be able to get more stops. And Phil, I, I think I said this last week. I do also think, you know, you want to look at scoring defense, but I know you like yards per game. I like the yardage one. And uh, I also think that you've got to take into account, you know, how does kind of the, the tone of a season, the Broncos a couple of years ago under Vic didn't give up a lot of points but there were times when the opposing offense just kind of shut it down and said, this offense can't score more than 17 points. So once we get to 17, we don't need to throw it around and, and you know, give them a chance to get interceptions or, or I think that happened for Averro's defenses last year too. Yeah. I think at times. And so, you know, you can have a talented defense that can give up 24, 28 points a game because if the Broncos are scoring, the game. other teams are going to have to push it. They're going to have to try to keep up. You might get into some of these high-scoring contests. Listen, points per game and yards per game are an easy one to look at and say, this is how teams are doing. But I look at more, can you come up with big plays in big moments? And so for me, that'll be more what I'm looking for from Vance Joseph's unit is not, can you hold a team to 15 points a game? I think that's unrealistic just based on the teams or the way that I would expect the Broncos to play football this year. But, hey, if you need a stop against Patrick Mahomes and you got a three-point lead or you got a four-point lead, can you get a stop? That's yeah. that's how I'm going to measure this thing. Yeah, uh, because we talked about this, I think it was last week, talking about the defensive coordinator spot and being like, okay, we need a defense that complements the offense. And so if you're assuming the offense is scoring a lot of points, how do you view how this defense will play? Because, like, say, for example, like a guy like Pat Sertan, as great as he was last year, you look at, like, okay, did he make some plays, though, that really changed the outcome of games? because he was just too busy locking down guys. He didn't necessarily get those game-altering plays. Do you sort of view this defense as like, okay, you need to like be a little spicier? Like you think that they're going to like maybe take some risks here and there? Do you think they're going to do mix it up a little bit versus the defense we've seen the last several years around here that was like, we're going to be scoring 14 points. We're going to try and win games 14-10. Uh, you got to play defense a little bit differently. Maybe if uh, this team's scoring more, you expect this defense to just play a little bit different style. Yeah, you got to attack when you have opportunities. Um, you know, if you're, again, if you're up and a team's going after you, maybe you blitz a little bit more, maybe you bring pressure. Um, I would say with Pat, you know, it didn't always translate to, to wins, but like Pat Sertan breaking up a pass in the end zone against Devontae Adams in Las Vegas, that's a, a game-changing play that doesn't, you know, that keeps seven points off the board. So I think there's ways that you can get Pat involved, you know, whether it's more zone coverage. We've heard of him talk about that in terms of having chances to get interceptions. Um, you do want to put those guys in position to make plays, but, you know, I, I do just, you're going to have to be a little bit attacking at yeah, times. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but I think they've got to be a little spicier. Like people, I, I just I guess in general it's more a big picture thought. I don't agree that like Pat Sertan didn't have game changing plays because when you take away a top guy for a whole game, that changes the entire yeah. plan of attack for another yeah. team. But that's a different. It, it changes cover. the scheme a little bit. But uh, but like I uh, like if a team doesn't think that they can go to um, DK Metcalf and they got to go somewhere else, then that that changes. It changes it. Yeah, you might not see an interception from Pat Sertan, but 
they might score 10 more points if they're able to feature their best player. So yeah, um, uh, you got to keep Sertan, I think, still locked on, guys, but maybe you just do it a little bit differently to give him chances to, to make more, to get more takeaways. Now Vance, obviously, his uh, background is in the secondary, so uh, I'm sure that uh, he'll be working closely with those guys yeah. and uh, trying to get the most out of them uh, this upcoming season. The one thing I'm curious about here, Eric, is that with a guy like Sean Payton, he's been in the league a long time, has a lot of uh, connections all across the league. I, I'm interested to see how these two guys connected here because uh, trying to think about their past, uh, I don't really see the overlap here, right? Yeah, I mean, not off, the, it, uh, not off the top of my head. Um, but again, Sean's a guy that knows a lot of different people throughout the league, so Quite possible someone said, hey, take a look at Vance Joseph or, you know, he, you know, being in the NFC previously, competing against the Cardinals, um, just being aware of what's going on, you know, knowing former yeah. head coaches. I mean, there, there's a number of ways. You're, you're right. It'll be interesting to see what was that exact link. But, um, you know, from what we've seen, the coaching staff has kind of been assembled from all over the place. So, uh, yeah, it's a mix of. There's some old New Orleans guys, yeah, and some you know, guys. that we've heard. So, uh, yeah, it is interesting. I mean, uh, uh, I know at the beginning of the show we talked about Eric Goodman's tweet and then uh, Sean Payton blasting him there. Yeah. We talked about that, right? We did. Now, while that tweet was uh, ridiculous, the the truth is that it did take a little bit of time here for Sean to make a decision about a defensive coordinator. He took his time with it. Uh, he interviewed uh, several guys reportedly. And uh, he chose Vance. So, like, uh, there must have been something that, like, uh, in the interview process, getting to know Vance a little bit, uh, you know, just because there hasn't been that prior overlap, you know, uh, it seemed like he went through this process genuinely trying to find the best guy and walked away after interviewing a few guys saying, look, this is Vance Joseph. Uh, this is the guy I want. Yeah. And, I mean, again, until Vance – speaks or we hear from Vance we don't know exactly what the How process happened. was like it's possible you know we saw reports that Vance interviewed with Philly yep. possible Vance wanted to just say hey let me let me hear from both places and let me decide what's yeah. the best opportunity for me and so we don't know if it was which side kind of took a little bit more time maybe it was hey let's let's both take our time here and make sure yeah. that this is the the perfect well, Sean said hey just be slow to hire you know that was part of his yeah I mean that's he did this on purpose yes you know, he's I, I think, he took his time with it right I mean, I think that that was his, what he wanted to do and just go through the process. And it's still uh, February. Yes, yes. No, I'm not, I'm not being I, critical I'm not saying, here. I'm, I'm not just saying, saying you like, I'm that, just saying that, uh, uh, a lot of times, like, uh, these new head coaches, they come in and they're like, this is who I want, you know, and, yeah. like, and then it's like it's already, like, done. But that's not the approach that Sean has uh, taken with it, took with this. Well, and my, you know, my understanding, Phil, is that, I don't know how much people have mentioned this. My understanding is there's new rules, and I can't remember if it's this year or last year that this started, but you have to interview a different a number of candidates for offensive coordinator, for defensive coordinator. Um, I believe even for quarterbacks coach, there's a requirement uh, under the Rooney rule now. And so you just you can't just pick a candidate and say, this, this is, is my guy. This is this my is guy. You have to go through an interview process. And so yeah. it makes sense that it would take a little bit more time um, as opposed to just saying, this I is my, want my best this friend my to do it. The best friend did pretty well, right? I th you just got done blasting him. I didn't blast him. Yeah, you said a lot of people think this was a good defense, but they actually sucked. That's I think that was your general point. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I don't think that was my general oh, point. Oh, got it. Sorry, I just uh, overgeneralized. Yeah, you... Uh, <laughs> you 
you know how people play the game of telephone and by the time it gets from like the first person to the tenth person, it's like completely different. I, I did the one. I, I tell one you person. and then you tell Swanson, it's already completely different. You only have to go through one person. I don't even have to tell Swanson. I'll tell everybody listening. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay, I heard what you said yeah. and now I'm gonna it's sum one that person. Up. It is I'm just completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like here's like, what huh, here's what I think you said at all. I wonder why you said that. <laughs> Explain yourself. Like, exactly. I didn't say that. So in terms of the timing, that could be an explanation. Um, again, good to take your time. You're not you're not winning games in February. That's true. You know, unless you're the Chiefs. They won a game in February. They, they did win a game. But you're not winning a game the last week of February. The Eagles did not win a game in February. No. No. Unfortunate for really everybody. They did it. Yeah, oh, pretty much everybody. Um. And so, I, you know, I have no problem with the fact that it, it took a little bit of time. No, no, no. And, uh... Oh, I just want to know what happened in that interview. Yeah. I'm sure they'll tell you. I want to know. I'm sure they'll tell I you. I need to know. Really, I need to know. Well, and if you don't know, you can be like everybody else and just kind of make something up. Exactly. So that would be good. I just feel like I heard this happen in the interview. Yeah. Just as, this is almost the same. But it will be nice to see Vance walk in the hallway, reconnect with him a little bit. Uh, we've had a chance to uh, catch up with him casually, uh, you know, bumping into him at different events and stuff like that. And yep. uh, it seemed like he enjoyed his time in Arizona. But, uh, you know, what was it Dion said? As a, uh, in your, if you're in coaching, you're either moving up or you're getting fired. That's right. And so – um, Vance which one, is back which, here which, now. <laughs> which one <laughs> so did he do? Vance, and now Vance is back here. Yep, so. that's right. The coaching business is hard. It is. It is hard. A lot you like the podcasting around. business. It's a lot like the podcasting business. You're just bouncing You're around. either supervising or you're not. Yeah, exactly. Or you're trying out or for Or you're it. trying out. Yeah. Permanent tryout. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, it, it, it'll be uh, just nice to have him back in the building and a chance to uh, reconnect with him a little bit here. And then uh, hopefully uh, uh, the defense has a continued success, but we've talked about it before. This defense is going to look a lot different than it. It was always going to look a lot different. So that's right. And now Vance, changes are coming. Yeah. And now uh, we know who's going to be uh, leading that unit. So anything else you'd like to say about it? No, I don't think so. I think that was, we covered that was it nice. pretty nicely. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, really our only topic here uh, on this episode. Nice and tight. Yep. Any, like any uh, shout-outs to get to, uh, Eric? Ooh. Well, we kind of we just spent a long time on Vance, but I just you know, am happy for him and his family. Obviously, so now you're going to shout-out Vance. Yeah. Oh, got it. Is that okay? Sure. Do whatever I want, really. Really? Yeah. I'd like to shout-out uh, Coach Payton's Twitter account. Yeah. Run by that him. That was nice. That was nice. How do you think that goes? He's just like, I'm going to yeah. log on here. And I wonder how, you know, how, many, how many do you think he sees do that he doesn't blast? reply to? Yeah. It's worth worth. Uh, what about the Broncos podcast network? Do you think he's going to blast that? Yeah. I think uh, it would help the followers. That's a good uh, thing to think before you tweet something. Is this going to get me blasted by the head coach? Okay. Do you want to be blasted by the head coach? I think certain people, be nice. certain people do. It could be nice. Some people are like, what is the dumbest thing I could tweet that would potentially get me attention from Sean Payton? Yeah. There's a what what I'm wondering though is there's a lot of dumb tweets. Yeah. So I wonder how he picked yeah, that one. I don't know. It was pretty yeah. dumb. Yeah, but it brought, brought uh, Eric Goodman some attention. That's right. Maybe the podcast network all needs attention, to do. All attention is good attention. Yeah. I I don't think the good all pub is good pub, is that right? Yeah. Is that what the saying is? Of course, shout out to Nikola Jokic. Why? Coming off of a nice all-star weekend. Uh, had his birthday 
the guy who was going to be drafted last before he decided he wasn't going to be drafted no, last. No, that's not what happened. He thought I saw that, that he was the only one. Oh up there. yeah. Yeah. This guy, I just didn't see this guy sitting next to me. And he also, he, okay. First of all, Laurie Markkinen was all the way in the corner there. That's like, and it was dark. That's like, so us being like, it's uh, understandable. We thought we were the only ones in the podcast studio. We didn't even see Swanson. Yeah. His shirt blends in with the dark background. Okay. Whatever you got to tell yourself. That is what happened. And then uh, it was Jokic's birthday too. I will say, just to be fair here in this situation, the way the NBA did that draft thing was stupid. This year. <laughs> just they shouldn't to do agree that. with just that. that, is, that is they should silly. not do that. It's silly. You shouldn't be like, hey, congratulations. You're one of the best players in the NBA. You've been voted a starter. Let's put you up on a stage and then go through this ridiculous process right here before the game. They should not do that. Now, you're just grumpy that, that you're just grumpy that this guy that's considered the MVP favorite is considered for, by his peers to be bad at basketball. No, no, no. For the game of the all, he said he admitted himself afterward. He said, I wouldn't even draft myself in this. What is he supposed he to say? He said he's not what meant he for this game. Say? He could blast LeBron and be like, you need to pick me. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what he could have said. Okay. But I agree with him, too. He's not really. Shout out to the second like worst a, all-star. He's not like shooting. What you're doing? He's not shooting it from like center center court, you know. So you're court. shouting out the second worst. Who is the third worst all-star? Can I shout that out? I don't know in? who is thinking that. Yeah, but he's an MVP candidate. He's uh, the leading MVP candidate. His team is number one in the West. I don't know if you knew that, Eric. Mm. The number one seed. Are they in the one with the, the leaking practice facility? Swanson. Just kidding. I can't. This is a tough balance this for is me how because I feel the whole podcast. I actually, uh, I don't want to like be offensive to real Nuggets fans, but I like hurting your feelings about this. Yeah, exactly. So that's you like tough. that, yeah. But really, you like Nikolai. Uh, he's, a nice, a, he's a nice guy. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, he's a lovable guy. Yeah. You know? So we shout him out. Obviously, shout out Liz Gerald. Of course. Community doing some nice work this really week. Really good. It was some of the things. Well, Rack Week wrapped up last week, so just kind of basking, in, basking in the Rack Week. Okay. Uh, any Rams fans we want to shout out or anything oh, like that? So. Why would we? Why would Ramon. We oh, Ramon. Ramon. Is he a Rams fan? No, no, no. Sorry. Oh. Just, it just reminds just you. Just comma. Next, moving on. Ramon Saison. Yeah. I think that's it. This has been a brutal shout-out section. This has been brutal. Um, next week, you're going to be at the Combine, Eric. I will you're be. Gonna, you're going to find some nice players for the Broncos, or what are you going to do? I hope so. Uh, please don't forget your stopwatch. Instead of uh, asking, have you talked to the Broncos, I'm going to say, do you think you'll still be there at 67? Yeah. What about 68? Well, if they're there at 67, they'll be there at 68. Yeah. How do you think they choose? Maybe. Except for one guy. <laughs> yeah, that you didn't know. make a lot of sense. <laughs> How do you think they choose? Yeah. I don't know. Like, they're like, we're going to. Oh, maybe you trade one, one of them. Oh, but what if they use both of them? Then. Uh, How do you choose? I would choose the quarterback before the guard. That's what I would do, too. <laughs> a nice idea. Helps make things a little bit easier on the back end. That's right. That's what I would say. All right. Well, I uh, hope you guys have a nice time there in Indy. Thank you, Phil. We'll in miss the you. convention center. It's just a, a I dark. Know the, the blue lights at the convention center. Cold. Dark. Doesn't even sound really. <laughs> yeah. Sound all that nice. Yeah. Huh. Oh well. But you'll be fine in the players. That's right. Um, hang time, like planning hang time. You'll be there. That'll be critical. That. Yep. Um, what else are you? Three cone drill. Yep. High jump? Will you be Naturally, doing that? I think so. Are you doing the high jump too? I you? will. Like, I mean, like judging the high jump. 
No, I'm going to I'm going to do the high jump. Yeah. Okay. I know Swanson's doing the bench press. Six and a half uh, vertical inches, I think, is the six and a half. Yeah. If you've meet if you meet that threshold, you can play in the NFL. I can continue to podcast. You can podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll figure out some way to do the podcast next week. We'll figure it out. We always we'll do. We'll be here. We always we'll be do. here, and uh, that's just that's it. It's just how it goes. That's what's going to happen. So, until then, for Ben Swanson and Eric Dahl, I'm Phil Milani. You've been listening to the, the Neutral, Neutral Zone. Zone.